Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Today's episode is Invest in Real Estate with Marina Schifferman. She talks about why millennials should care about investing in real estate and taking control of your finances. And the episode starts in three, two, one. Hello everyone, I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Wanna Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. Today we have another special guest. She's a realtor from San Francisco, Marina Schifferman. Welcome. Thank you. So how are you doing? Like, tell us a little bit about yourself, like your background a little bit and how you even got into real estate. Sure. So I got into real estate a year after I graduated from college. After I Mm -hmm. graduated, I went to the University of Arizona in Tucson. I didn't know what I wanted to do afterwards. I didn't know where I wanted to live. I just knew that I didn't want to default back home. I wanted to pick my own place. So I traveled a bit. I'm from Southern California. And as soon as I got to San Francisco, I just fell in love with it. And my whole thing was pick a place to start your life and then build your life around it. So I picked San Francisco. And for a year, I wanted to get to know it a bit before. I just wanted to get to know it a bit. So after a year, I was being a fitness instructor. Um, That's when something changed in me. And I knew that I needed more out of life. I wanted to be a different woman. I wanted a career path. And I just fell into real estate because I I wanted a career. And I thought, what do I want to do every day? 
And it was not be in an office, listen to a boss. It was do what I wanted, create create my own business, work with clients the way I want to work with clients, help, genuinely help them. And like, if I don't want to work on a Thursday at three o'clock because I'm tired or it's really sunny, I'm going to go take a walk. Nice. <laughs> so that's how I got that's into awesome. real estate. And and as soon as I got into it, I just saw how awesome it was. I, I fell in love with being a leader and being this person people look up to, guiding them to success. I started buying my own homes. It just has gone. This is was meant for me, I think. Oh, I love that. So what is a typical day like for you? Well, now that we are in quarantine, it's very different. So are you asking now what it's like or what it was like usually? Both. Okay. Well, my week, what it was like usually is that it would be divided. I think twice a week, Tuesdays and Wednesdays would be my day to look at property all day to preview property for clients for myself to know what's going on in the market. So I would do that twice a week. And then I would spend two days writing offers. So usually offers are accepted sometimes the Wednesdays and Thursdays. So those two days are paperwork days, talking with clients, having client meetings, talking to them on the phone, writing offers, negotiating offers, getting into contract. And then in between then, it's like getting my listings ready. If I'm selling a house, going to the house, preparing it. So um, yeah, my regular days are being out and about, meeting with clients, looking at properties, going to my own properties. Um, going on private showings with my clients as well, showing them houses by the, by ourselves because I like them to go to open houses, but then when they're super interested, I want them to go by themselves when it's quiet so we can spend a lot of time there. And I don't work on Saturdays. I take Saturdays completely off. It is totally my day to rest. Me and my husband take Saturdays off. It's no work at all. And we get back on Sundays, but halfway. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like a nice reset. Yeah. How long have you been a realtor? Since 2012. Since 2012. It's a long time. And it's just been building. I started off doing leasing because I really didn't know the difference between sales and leasing. I thought real estate agents were whatever. Started off in leasing. A year after that, I was like, it's time for me to play with the big boys. This isn't enough. Like one $20,000 deal. I want to do one $1,200,000 deal. Nice. Then it just like was going from there. Then I started being working as a team with mentors, learning. And then I went on my own. And it's just been escalating. It's been great. Because confidence takes a while to build. You don't start with confidence and you don't start with knowledge. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned playing with the big dogs or playing with the big boys. Um, What challenges have you experienced as being a female in the real estate field? I don't think I've experienced any challenges because I, I really, (laughs) real estate is a very nurturing also career. You really Mm -hmm. have to listen to people's concerns, their dilemmas, what their goals are. You really have to listen to them and connect with them on a relationship level. It's not just transactional. So it's a very nurturing career as well, as well as being a guide and a leader. So before the process even starts, we sit down like a two-hour meeting just to get to know each other and to ask them what their childhood was, what kind of home they grew up in, what they're looking for. So I find that it's very good for me 
and and maybe some other women and some other men too, because it is really relationship based. Sometimes there are some realtors who have been doing this for a long time who do like $20 million deals. And it can be a little intimidating when you're calling them, when you have a buyer for their for their listing, when you call them, it could be a little intimidating to hold your ground. Because you're like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm young, I'm a woman, this guy is older than me, he's been doing this for a long time, maybe he's arrogant. So you just kind of have to know your ground or fake it till you make it. <laughs> Very true. Like, um, for us and other people that are our age and our listeners, we focus on their finances towards real estate. Like, why should it matter at this point? Like, why can't we push it off for a little longer? Like buying buying real estate, pushing it off? Yeah. Right. So I love this question. I'm going to speak to women right now. I'm going to speak to women that are in their 20s and in their 30s. As women, we are never taught about finances. We're never taught that we need to pay for our life going forward. It's either not talked about at all or assume that you're going to get married and your husband's going to take it over everything. And that can be the case. I'm all for marriage. I'm married and it's wonderful. But now women are so empowered. We're almost presidents. We're congresswomen. We're lawyers. We're doctors. We've got strong voices. We are independent. We don't get married if we don't want to. We don't have children if we don't want to. It's time to take control of our financial future. And what that means is buying stuff for yourself and for your family in the future, having a future in your life. What goals do you have? Is your goal to go on vacation three times a year? Is your goal to travel in first class? Is your goal to start a philanthropy, volunteer your time? Is it to have four children? Are they going to have educations? I mean, everyone has a goal. And money is always tied to that. You have to figure out how to structure your life so that you make money and that money works for you. Because it's ba- it's, a lot of women are just working mm. their salaries. They don't even know about saving or what your credit score is or why, why it's even important to have a credit score. And no one really tells them that your money can work for you. You don't just have to work for your money. It works for you too. It's a big circle. And when you put it in, when you work and you have money, and you put it towards an investment like real estate, it starts working for you right away. Okay. So you're asking me, why should people invest in real estate sooner rather yeah. than later? And the main one is to stop throwing money away and to stop paying rent. Just stop paying rent, start paying a mortgage. Okay. And a lot of people out there are saying, well, a mortgage is also rent. It's also monthly payments every month. The difference is that rent goes to somebody else and you'll never see it again. But your mortgage goes to your house, your loan, and you will get all that money back when you sell your house. Mm-hmm. Every penny that you have put in, you're going to get back, except for a few things. Interest. So when a bank lends you money, they charge you a percentage to loan you that money. It's not free. They charge you to loan that money. And it's a small percentage. Some It's as low as 3% a year. That interest can be tax deductible. So investing in a CPA to do your taxes is also very important because he just doesn't do your taxes. 
she'll tell you what you should be doing, how you can uh, deduct things that you didn't even know were deducted. Sometimes when you do repairs on your homes, that can also be deducted from your taxes. It, and also real estate is an asset that just grows in value, depending on where you live, of course, depending what area that you buy. Real estate is something you can either hold your money in a bank and it's not going to do anything for you and it's there and you'll take it out, or you can hold your money in a property and you won't see it in the bank, so you're not going to spend it. And it's just, it's there, it's safe. It's going to rise in value the longer that you sit in it. Or when you sell it, you just take that money out. It's probably going to grow in value and you put it into another property. You make it work for you. If that makes sense. It does. Perfect. Okay. Now coming from a young 20, 30 something year old female, finances are daunting. What can you um, provide insight on empowering women to educate and focus themselves more on their finances and investing? Right. The first step is making goals for yourself. The first step is just writing down what you want out of life, not monetary goals. It's just life goals. Like I said, vacations, children. Do you want to pick up another hobby? Do you want to volunteer? All that stuff, life goals. And then you're like, well, how much does the vacation three times a year cost? How much did a child cost? Then you add whatever it costs to do what you want. And then you're like, okay, wow, I'm going to need a hundred grand a year. That seems insane to me right now. You first start with the path. I always say, be the CEO of your own life. Don't be the employee. Don't be the employee of your life. The CEO has the vision. He has the plan. He writes what he wants the company to do and he implements the plan. Hell yes. Give me that bumper sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Once you have your goal set up, (laughs) then it's time to be like, how do I take the 10 grand I have saved? How do I take the five grand I have saved? How do I take the $500 I have saved and make it $5,000 next year or just make it grow. And that's when you need some help. A lot of people don't get stuck that way. So my thing is real estate. I know real estate. I invest in real estate. I will help you all the way. But other people like different investments, um, mutual funds and stocks. I find that they don't rise as quickly as real estate and you can't benefit as much. With real estate, you can actually live there while investing. So a lot of people ask me too, how can I buy real estate when I don't have any money? Don't you have to put money down? And the answer is you have to put something down. Either it's money or it's time. If you don't have the money, you need to be sure you find the deal, research if it's a good deal, find a really good real estate agent, find out what rental prices are, find the deal. And then once you find a deal, you can write a business plan and bring it to either a bank who might give you a loan or a private lender like family, friends, someone that you know who also wants to invest in real estate. You say, I have this great deal. We can close this. This is how much we can make every year. We'll be doing this. This is the deal. We can partner on it together. So, So you're either the business, you create the business plan or you just throw cash at the deal then you have a house and you're like, wow, I have a house. You can either buy a house with extra bedrooms and you can rent them out to your friends. And so that will help you pay your mortgage. 
And you can also stay there as long as you want to because you're comfortable. It's your house. The longer you stay in a real estate investment, the just the higher it's going to go. Did I help answer your question? Yes, (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Okay, good. Finding the deal is the fun part. It's a really fun part. Yeah, that makes it easier to digest. It, It doesn't seem as as daunting as I once thought it to be. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people, if I, if you had 50 grand and I'm like, I just did a month of research. I have this really great deal for you. You don't have to do anything. Here's the deal. Give me 25 grand in a year. You'll make another 25 grand on top of that. You want to, you want to invest? Yes. A lot of people would say yes. A lot of people have money to invest and Mm -hmm. they just don't know. So you have to offer either money or some time. This is really valuable. I mean, I been thinking about getting like a house instead of moving out and renting like I was in college. So to see that this is, you know, reachable is like really mind blowing. Yeah, it's definitely reachable. And then you start preparing for your future too, because let's Mm -hmm. say you buy a house now and in five years you, you want to move, you have, you want to move to Paris or you get married or whatever you have this asset that you can sell or rent out if you are lose your job and you need cash fast yes. you have it it's very That's nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah. now um you seem to work and I can tell actually that you work very hard in your career how do you balance, you know, being a realtor and also having a personal life as well? Um, It's difficult. So I have a husband and I like attention, (laughs) but a lot of the time, like it's difficult being a working woman and having a career and taking care Mm -hmm. of the house and your husband. It's difficult. So you have to set boundaries. I have set boundaries for myself. I work every day for my clients until eight o'clock at night. And I tell them this after eight o'clock at night, you can text me all you want, unless it's a crazy emergency, I'm not going to answer. And on Saturdays, Mm -hmm. I don't work. And that has been hard for some people at the beginning when I first mentioned it, especially some of my sellers when they're like, aren't Saturdays great open house days? Don't you need to be at my house doing open house on Saturday? And what I say to them is, Sunday is more than enough. If someone wants to see your house, they'll come on Sunday or they'll call me. I don't need to be there Mm -hmm. both days. You just set boundaries for yourself. So boundaries has been really important to me. But and delegating. In normal times, I had a house cleaner because I just cannot be bothered. But I need a nice, clean house. Delegating is also very important. And, and finding time for yourself. I mean, those boundaries, stopping working at a certain time is so important. I know people that just work until 12 and you're like, you know, your client is important, but why are you emailing him at 11? Why are you talking to him about a deal you can talk yeah. to him tomorrow about right. having time for yourself, saving it? Self-care. That is what we're about too, is self-care for the w- working woman and um what do you do for self? I used to do a lot. I love massages. I get massages all the time. Ooh. Acupuncture. Nice. I get acupuncture weekly, used to get. Um, and the chiropractic work I get as well. Um, and I'm a ballet dancer. So taking ballet classes is 
like once a month for me, just finding time. And sometimes it, cause I live in San Francisco. It's so beautiful here. Sometimes I need an hour mm-hmm. or two to just walk in Golden Gate Park or to get lunch at my favorite restaurant. Me time yes, is absolutely. also important. Me time is very important. And I like that you touched on how you have to have boundaries and delegating. I think releasing the reins and giving up a little bit of control in your life in different aspects is is key to remaining sane. Yeah. And plus cleaning the house is no fun and people that's their job. So I'll let oh, them do it. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of different different robot technologies they have out there. I mean <laughs> I'll, I'll fork up the money for them, but they, they still don't do it justice. Yeah. And then that buys you time. You know, time is very valuable. Do you want to spend your time doing something that you don't want to be doing? Or do you want to spend it walking in Golden Gate Park? Definitely the latter. Yeah. Also baths. <laughs> I love baths. I have a bathtub. Baths are the best. Oh, yeah. I'm preaching my language right now. Mm. A nice hot yeah. bath and a soak. Ooh. I'm not a bath fan, but I can understand how people enjoy it and just like the warmth and the bubbles. And of course, getting caught up with yeah. like places like Lush is very. <laughs> um, yeah. Just... It's like being in a blanket. The yes. water is so warm. So you're just in a full-on blanket. But you got bubbles and different glittery items floating around you. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't do bubbles. I just do straight up water, sometimes Epsom salt. Oh, old school. <laughs> yep. Now, where you said you were starting a YouTube channel. Can you talk more about that and what our listeners can, like, look forward to? Yes. So... Everyone knows I'm a realtor in San Francisco. I work with buyers and sellers, guys, girls, couples, single people all the time. But my real passion, my real mission is to empower women specifically to take control of their financial future, not shy away from it and invest in real estate. And I've been wanting a platform to talk about this for so long. I mean, I've joined a lot of women groups and I try to give speeches, but I feel like YouTube is the perfect platform for me to just express what I want to express and people to watch when they want to watch. It's going to be a series of videos I put out once a week talking all about being the CEO of your own life. Girl, take control and invest in real estate. It's going to be all around that. What is real estate? What's investing? What are the steps? What do I need to know? There's going to be so much information and it's going to be geared towards ladies, towards us, towards women, so we can be more independent badasses than than we already are. Yes. Yeah. And it's just going to be Marina Schifferman. That's it. Awesome. We'll definitely have your information in the show notes, but I want to ask, what's like a red flag to look Hmm. for in real estate when you're trying to buy? I think it's important to know what you're looking for. So there's a few different investments You can buy something for yourself to live in. You can buy something just to rent out for rental income. And you can Mm -hmm. buy something to fix and flip. So once you figure out what you're looking for, it becomes easier. Because then you're looking for, okay, would I like to live in this area? Would other people my age like to live in this area? I think it's going to be good for prices to go up. If you're looking to rent out, then you have to be like, then you have to ask yourself, Mm -hmm. is this a condensed area where a lot of people are who rent? I love by universities because I know that they're always going to be rented. Now is a crazy time. I also love uh, by downtowns. A red flag. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe maybe if something is priced really high, that's a red flag because sometimes sellers can be really unrealistic, unreasonable. Mm, but not really a red right. flag. You can always negotiate or just go to another property. How do you negotiate as a woman? I feel like you're very easily t- tried to take advantage of because you're a woman, especially with cars, but we're talking about real estate. But like, how do you handle that? Like, do you just hold your ground and just, you know? Every situation's different. It depends on who you're negotiating with. Mm -hmm. If it's another woman, you can just speak candidly. Like, look, look, Naomi, we both know this property is worth a million. (laughs) I don't know why your seller has priced it at one two, but let's look at what's selling. Like, I know that you would love to live in this place. My seller... My buyer is ready. So it depends on if you're um, going towards a man in real estate, it's different. You write up a contract and you give it to him. And then you have like five minutes to explain about it. And then he'll counter offer you some sometimes with a different price. You just kind of have to stay, stay your ground because in real estate agents always think they know, they know everything. Right. So if the listing agent has priced it too high, I call him and I'm like, who came up with this price? And he's like, oh, I did. The comps support it. And in my head, I'm thinking, no, you're deluded. Like, no, <laughs> too high. But I can't say that to him. Otherwise, he won't like me or he because, you know, it's mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. So it's either just like I have to be like, look, you got five offers at this price. This is what it's worth. And we're ready to go. Um, and sometimes it's just walking away. So staying your ground, being nice. You never want to be aggressive. You yes. always want to be nice. And it's so difficult to do that. But you have to be nice and you have to listen to them. And you have to like fake laugh sometimes just so like <laughs> have the mood light. And you have to be willing to walk away. Yes. That's the strong one. You got to be willing to walk I away. I desperately want to move to LA. So I'm definitely going to pick your brain after this to see like what type of areas I should look into as a first home buyer. Yeah. And like, just, I have a million questions for you after Very this. Very true. This has nothing to do related to anything really that we've discussed, but you were just mentioning that people not being aggressive and stuff. And I'm a sucker for any Bravo or ETV shows. So I had recently been watching Million Dollar Listing. Do you deal with any other realtors that are as big headed as some of the characters that are on that show? Yes, of course. (laughs) Yeah, but I love those shows. I love LA and I love Mm -hmm. um, New York. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah, you deal with real estate agents that are big headed all the time, but you also deal with really nice ones. It's just that's just the nature of it. Right. It's also it's also every field. So if you had to give any top three takeaways or tips for the listeners to walk away from this episode with, um, to apply towards their financial futures, what would those be? Well, first of all, don't shy away from it lean into it, lean into it, um, learn about it. Like how much money do you have in the bank? How much debt do you have right now? And what's your credit score? And then once you have all that figured out, write down some life goals and then get help. If you're interested in investing in real estate, find yourself a realtor that will be on this journey with you. Not any realtor, not the first one that pops up just because you there's many realtors out there and we're all very different. You okay. have to find one that works for you and that's knowledgeable and you trust. 
We've learned so much. And where can people actually find you? You're on Instagram. You're going to come up with a YouTube channel. You have a website. You can plug those right now so people know how to find you. Sure. Um, You can email me as well. All of this will be in your show notes. Um, Yes. But my website Mm -hmm. is marinashifferman.com and my contact info is there. Love to hear from all of you. I want to help women, not just in San Francisco. I want to help women everywhere, which I have been. I love it. I've helped some women invest. She lives in New York and she's investing in Rhode Island and I've helped women everywhere. And I love it because if I don't care if I'm not your realtor, I just want you to be empowered and women to like stand up. So I want to go back to self-care a little bit because, you know, real estate can be such a scary topic, especially if you feel like you don't have enough money. But what do you suggest as if someone else is a realtor listening to this, what do you suggest you do to like decompress and like, if you're dealing with a tough client, they hurt your feelings, like what do you do about? Yeah, right. Well, that's a big one. So I never work with clients I don't like. I've learned that from the very beginning. Clients that we don't connect or I don't feel comfortable with, I just say, thank you very much. I'm not for you, but here, let me refer you to somebody else. That doesn't happen anymore. So all my clients I like, but sometimes they do get annoying, like especially when they don't know about something like, should I buy this? What's a brick foundation? Is that going to be okay? Sometimes they're a little annoying boundaries. You say, I'm so sorry. Let's pick this up tomorrow. I have to go blame it on the kids, blame it on the husband. I have to go. And then I like to have whiskey (laughs) in the evening. Yeah. Whiskey, take a bath. It's actually not that hard for me to decompress. For some people like my husband, he can't stop thinking about work. But for me, like, it's just so important to not think about that stuff. Of course, we get we get that stuff. We get to think about it. It's, sometimes it's stressful. But having that boundary. And if you need a glass of whiskey, you need a glass of whiskey. If you need to listen to Ariana Grande, go and listen to Ariana Grande. I think that's great. I think it's great to have someone that's so passionate and um, yes, the empowerment definitely. drive. Um, it's nice to have as a resource out there. Music is helpful. Like just have a little dance party. It's really it's powerful. Uh, you're, you're talking to two people who constantly text each other about songs. We're not even joking. We're that obsessed with music. Uh, I just found an artist that I love, Jessie Reyes. Have you heard of her? Oh, amazing. Yes. She's yes. so good. Yes. Yeah. We would love to have you actually on the show again in the future. I mean, this was very informative. And I mean, I've learned a lot and I have just more questions to ask you because I'm like very interested in this. So I'll definitely be emailing you aside from this. And Naomi, what do you think? No, I think this was very helpful. I mean, I'm currently a renter and looking to buy a home. So jotting down these these helpful tidbits um, that I can take and apply to my real life. Okay, so I want to move to LA. My ultimate goal is the Bel Air area, but I know I can't afford it right now. How do you like, I don't know, like I'm trying to find an area that I love, but also won't screw me over with the prices. Like, 
I found Huntington Beach to be a nice area and like safe and all that. And I found, I think Long Beach was good. But like, how do you like find that one place that you think will call home? Right. So when you're moving to a new area that you really don't know very well, you need to rent for two to three months, a furnished rental to get to know what's up because Long Beach, I'm from Long Beach. Mm. It's 45 minutes from LA. You're going to be driving a lot and that's, you may not want that. So when you're moving to a new place, you rent a furnished rental for three months. In that three months, do your homework, driving everywhere. You will find an area that you love. That's what I did in San Francisco. I rented a furnished rental for three months and I was obsessed with an area and I moved there. Wow. So that's what you do. And then while you're there, learning the area, then you start doing research, going on Zillow, and I'm going to put you in touch with a really bomb girl boss realtor, and you guys will start your journey together, Thank and you. I will be helping you as well. Thank you. But yeah, don't do it too quickly, mm-hmm. so get your feet wet. Okay. I know I'm not going to be looking to purchase a home this year, but it may be something for 2021 or 2022. Um because I'm getting married and we want to move out of a rental property into a home in which we can actually put forth our hard work and money into something that we're going to see grow and we're actually going to live with versus just leaving for the next renter. Um, So just gathering up as much education and knowledge as I can right now and doing some kind of high level searches on homes and styles and what are what are deal breakers what are things that we're really looking for in a home just to help kind of flush things out totally um do you guys pay attention to your credit score that's really important if you want to get a loan yes okay good yeah and for those listeners who might not know what a credit score is it's basically your ability to pay back your debts Credit score, credit score is um, every bank will look at when they're trying to give you loans, and that tells them how quickly and able you are to pay back the loan. If it's a low credit score, below 650, they're, they are hesitant. You'll get a bigger interest rate because they're like, she doesn't pay back her loans in time. Um, so pay back your credit card on time every month in full. Student loans, pay them back every month on time in full. Don't get any more debts. Don't have more than three credit cards. Who needs that? Yeah. Get rid of your get rid of your Victoria's Secret credit card. Like, well, I wrote down the two to three months furnished rental. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? No, but I hope everyone feels inspired and empowered to invest. I do. I certainly do. I want to dive right in, to be honest. I'm happy. That's my only job. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope to have you again on the show in the future once we, you know, hit that 1,000 subscribers, maybe more. We'll see. I would love it. Yes. (laughs) Keep me posted. I'll keep following you guys. I love it. I love your Instagram. It's so cute. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you, ladies, so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. That was just amazing. I feel really empowered to buy some real estate now. Yeah, it makes the whole process seem less scary. And I liked the points that she made on trying to find a realtor that you really connect with and gets to know you on a deeper level. So it's not just this 
very cold transactional process, but they're helping you to find some place that you're going to call your home. Yes, very true. I'm very looking forward to this process. So I'll definitely be reaching out to her. Oh, me too. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.